0: Gotta love, gotta love the double speak out of the administration, huh, folks? I mean, when they first came out and said there was an imminent attack, there was an imminent an, an, an imminent the, 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 he had imminent plans. I think that was maybe that might have been the most honest thing they said, because the imminent plans were a peace plan, not terror plans, and the. The damage would be to the interests of Western states, interests of the United States, interests of the Western powers. Those people would be damaged. Those people would be concerned, yeah, because those economic and political and strategic interests would be foiled if they weren't needed to broker peace anymore. That's the real fear. That was the real fear there because... (coughs) Our Iranian, Iranian general friend was delivering the on-paper official reply to a previous Saudi official offer in their negotiations for peace. In other words, the Saudis came with an offer they went to Iran and the general from Iran was returning with the answers and concerns and perhaps a counter-offer, if you will, from Iran. And if that had gotten into the hands of the Saudis, or even better, the press, we'd be sunk. Talk about the oil markets flattening out or... You know, being controlled by, you know, the brown skinned people that actually have the resources on their land. Perhaps, you know, what would happen if they actually got to control the oil, pump as much as they want or as little as they want, and decide for themselves what they're going to do with their petroleum reserves? God knows the Western world can't have that. No way! Are you kidding? What will the white people do? <laughs> Pay a legit price for their petroleum products. That's what they'll do. I don't know, and maybe since you know most of these, you know, a good chunk of the Middle Eastern countries, and North Africa too, if you to be fair, <coughs> in the you know the last thirty or forty years of civil wars and unrest and political upheavals and the machinations of the the Western men behind the curtains, uh, they've got a much younger population than us fat, soft Western countries that haven't had any wars on our footstep recently. And so their view is going to be different. They don't have as many boomers around to control, to, to still be in charge should democratic systems arise. Sure, they've got boomers in charge now, but there are very few of them, and if they ever actually got to a democracy, well, uh, Gen X is the biggest voting block they have there. And it'd be an entirely different political mindset, a Middle East run by Gen Xers and millennials, as opposed to being lorded over by boomers like the rest of the fucking world. I think if the Middle East actually managed manage their own peaceful affairs or war affairs and dealt with their own issues themselves, not insularly but, God, let them have a hand in it for fuck's sake I think you're going to find that those if that would actually happen those boomers in charge the old guard, if you will would melt away one way or the other (laughs) And you'd see a whole different mindset. I think, I really think, I think the Western, the white Westerners that are so afraid have so much less reason to be afraid than they think. Sure. A whole lot of terrorism coming out of there. Yeah. You know, two, three generations of war. There will be some segment of the population pissed off. How about this? How about we allow for 20 years of fucking peace to happen and see if that doesn't right there organically get rid of most of the fucking terrorism problems. Let them take care of their own affairs without the Russias, without the petrodollars. You know, just let them take care of their own affairs. Let them see if, oh my God, a peace agreement brokered by Iran in Saudi Arabia alone no minders no bosses telling them they'll cut off the American dollar or the 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 euro to them if they don't you know make provisions for the handlers that's what they were really afraid of that's that it wasn't a terror attack it was a peace attack That's what they were waging there. That's what the Iranian general was returning to the Sauds. And was killed before he could deliver it. How convenient. How convenient. That's why it was so important. And that's why they're backing off now, because they did what they needed to do. They stopped that peace agreement. Now, somehow they've managed... I don't understand why they felt it was okay to make Iran and Iraq, you know, decide that they've got a common enemy in the United States, other than to, I don't know, make Iraq the battleground again, this time between Saudis and the Iranians. <laughs> so is that, the, is that what the U.S. is planning to do to Iraq? Let's just fuck Iraq one more time. Let's go ahead and, yeah, I know they don't want to go to war, but we're going to have a war between their two neighbors right there in the middle of their country. Yeah. With that missile attack, they stopped a peace attack. Not a terror attack. A peace attack.